You are now listening to the Motivational Mentors Podcast with your hosts, Luke Burrows. Touch on morning routines. I think people have to find something that works for them. And Arsenio Buck. Hey, Arsenio, let's go party. Hey, party. If someone asked me to party right now, Luke, come on. What the hell's a party? A party? A party for what? Guys, what's going on? Welcome back to Motivational Mentors. I'm your host alongside Luke Burrows over there on the other end. And today, man, we have Dan the Man. You know what? I don't want to butcher your last name, but I'm going to go for it. Ginsburg. Okay, so we got, got Dan. Oh, there we go. Baby. There we go. Dan Ginsburg out of Los Angeles. So many things we're going to be diving into. Um, and it's great because, you know, him being the author of a book by the name of an ultimate guide to mind, body, and spirit mastery, and seeing him in a classroom setting, man, I, we have so many questions for him. Without further ado, Dan, thank you so much for coming on, man. Absolutely. I'm very, very happy to be here, uh, and uh, yeah, I'm, I'm definitely super excited to tell everybody about what's going on that I've been working on, um, and all the crazy things that have been happening, honestly. This has been a journey. Oh, absolutely. absolutely. And Luke hears about it all the time, believe me. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely. And yeah, Dan, it's an awesome to have you on the show. For those, though, who don't know who you are, could you, um, in like you know, a minute or so, wrap up your story, um, explain to people what you do, and then, yeah, um, I'll send you and I will fire some questions at you. Definitely. Well, in a very short version of it, so I bring spirituality to uh, entrepreneurs and uh, professionals. Um, I, I do it through life mentoring and speaking um, or one-on-one -on -one coaching um, or seminars. And basically, it's, um, it's, spirituality for me has been, has been such a great source of success. And I realized how you just can't go without it. I mean, personally, I, I lived this double life where I graduated law school. I'm studying for the bar. I'm going to be a lawyer. I'm working in a law office. And so I myself was under working in a law office is extremely stressful. So when people come to me like, oh, man, but like, what do you know about stress? Like, you just teach people how to like be spiritual. I'm like, no, actually, on top of all that, I also work in a law office. So I know all about stress. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, um, and um, therefore I am recognized in the uh, field. Um, it, it gives me credibility because people see that I am a, I'm a professional myself. I'm an entrepreneur as well. Like before, before law school, um, we, uh, we had, um, we actually launched a, a company which was um, a hydrophobic spray company. So I've seen both of it. Um, and the spirituality certainly just really helped me kill it in every single aspect of my professional and personal life. So now I bring it to the people. Wow. So, okay. Um, the first thing I'm going to ask you, of course, and it's really interesting because I'm going to be having a conversation, well, probably the fourth conversation with, uh, what is it, a mindful coach. And of course, she's a teacher. Uh, born and raised in Nebraska. Well, I'm sorry, North Dakota, or South Dakota, as a matter of fact, but she taught in Greece, Panama, and she now implements mindfulness into her classroom settings and whatnot. 
So when I saw, okay, so you actually deal with a couple of things and I saw you in a classroom setting. Can you like break down what's happening in that specific picture on your website? Because I'm like, man, okay. So that must be of course out there in America, but what is it that you did within those classrooms? Yeah, well actually that was in Russia. Oh, see, I knew they looked different. I was looking at their eyes, and I was like, well, they, that kid looks a little bit different. He doesn't look American. Okay. In Russia. Oh, my goodness. Okay, so you're going to have to talk a little bit about that. Yeah, yeah. No, it's, uh, gosh. All right, I'll, I'll try to condense the story as much as possible. Um, yeah. So yeah. I'm working at, at Littler, which is actually the biggest employment label law firm in the, in the world, as a matter of fact. They have... Um, a branch in every single state in 18 countries around the world. Great job. I just finished law school. You know, everything's going great, making good money. Um, writing my book. And then I get a call from my grandparents. And they're like, yeah, you know, uh, grandma ended up at the hospital for the second time. Uh, grandpa's not doing too well as well. So I um, drop everything. I, I quit my job. I uh, sublease my place. I park my car at my friend's house. And I catch a one I just buy a one-way ticket and I go to Russia um, to take care of them while I was there I spoke at uh, schools and universities and it was tough like I mean because like my Russian is not as good as my English like in my in English like I can I can got, come up on stage pretty much and like without any preparation I can still put on something that people could pay money for but like in Russian, <laughs> I, I left the country when I was 11. And like here, most of my friends are American. Like my last girlfriend was American. I only speak Russian to my parents. And so I'm up there and I'm like, oh, damn, like, what are you, how do you say that word in, in Russian? I'm like translating like English words into Russian in my head on stage while everything's happening. Everybody's like, <laughs> what's going on? But you know, no, nobody really. There, I talked with kids about, so the, the speech that I did um, was how much our internal belief really could slow down our success. Because oftentimes we tell ourselves that we can't, I cannot do something for whatever reason. And that reason might seem super real. It could make perfect sense. And it might appear very, very true. Like I can't, you know, like I, I can't start this business because I didn't go to business school. True, you didn't go to business school. I mean, like can't dispute that. You either went to business school or you didn't go to business school. But mm -hmm. the question is, how effective is that truth? How effective is, is that belief? And if that belief is slowing you down from starting the business or like go, just going after your dreams of whatever startup that you wanted to do, then you gotta drop that belief because it's just not really doing too, uh, too good for you. And so I talked about um, how in control we really are of our reality and that we shape the world that we live in through our thoughts and through nothing else. You know, a lot of people, and in Russia it was such, a, it was, it was such an appropriate speech to do because all the kids there, they're trying to like go to school, finish school, and get the hell out of that country. Wow. And <laughs> like, you know, like in America, we don't really have that. Because like we're here, we, we finish school and like we get a job and like, or, or like we start a business. Um, they're like, they are on a mission. Like they are. <laughs> like, and so I was telling them that 
it's it's not about where where you are you know if you want to truly change your life if you want to make your life better you have to change yourself and changing yourself starts with your belief system yeah absolutely and so is that some of the common trends that you notice with the people that you help so professional and entrepreneurs that they have those limiting beliefs and so and if so how um for your coaching or for your speaking or for working with them do you help them like do you have any strategies or like actionable things that our listeners who maybe are starting to notice their own limiting beliefs that they can um you know find a powering alternative if that makes sense right right. yeah you know it's interesting because i thought like I never really noticed that in, in America. And then I went to Russia and it was like super loud and clear, like, wow, everybody's doing this. And then when I get back, I kind of began to notice it as well, that a lot of people here also are trying to switch their jobs or switch their relationships and, or, or just wait for something to happen. And once that something happens, that's when they're going to you know, finally make a website finally get their name out there, finally make their, their business Instagram. And it's, they're constantly waiting for it because they believe that that is the necessary thing that has to happen in order for them to finally take a step forward and finally take a leap. So when I get approached with clients that have that particular um, obstacle, first thing that we do is that we, we just have to distill one thing is is your your belief is it really a belief because a lot to a lot of people you know you tell them like hey, well hey man like that that could just be you that could just be you that could just be you like that might not be true they're like no no no, no dude, that's that's true no that's absolutely true i know it i feel it it no, no doubt and i i asked them okay well can you prove that by independently verifiable evidence that whatever you are believing is true. And they're like, well, I mean, uh, I guess not. I'm like, okay, so if, if the answer to that question is not, so it's not a fact. And if it's not a fact, then it's a belief. And if it's a belief, then as right as you think you might be, you might be completely, utterly wrong. So the first step is to identify the fact that this is just coming from me. And as, as real as this might seem to be, it could be completely false. And therefore, it's just a belief. It's not, it's not reality. And if that's the case, then there is nothing in this world, not your environment, not a lack of opportunity or lack of resources or your upbringing that is keeping you away from truly just just going after your dreams and after your entrepreneurial goals and business goals, but yourself. And that is, a, is a, such a huge starting point realization because that's when my clients be like, oh, wait, I'm in control. I can, I can actually do this because there's nobody really stopping me, but all those thoughts and here and this is the first part the second part is is a little more complicated because then you actually have to the the reason why people make up these stories or why they can't do something because they they don't want to put the work in like everybody wants a six-pack but nobody wants to do the crutches and then Mm -hmm. as long as you make up a story how like oh well uh uh, doing crutches it's like bad for your back and like um 
it's just uh, not, you know, like a lot of people who have sex back. I mean, they don't really do that. And then all of a sudden, what happens? And then all of a sudden, you don't, you gave yourself a reason not to do it. And then life is beautiful. You just sit on the couch, you just drink a beer, and you just relax. And you know, like six pack, whatever, I'll get that someday. But right now, all that matters is that I don't have to experience pain. The bottom line is that pain is growth. And we yes. make up all these, <laughs> all these reasons to avoid pain, but we're not really avoiding pain. We are avoiding success. And so the, the, the second you, you say that, all right, in, in order for me to do this, I'm just going to have to do some crutches. Like, I'm just going to have to put in some work and not make up every single reason in the world that all these, all these true, you know, all these things that might seem true to get myself or to not do it, to give myself an excuse to not do it. Man, yeah, it's, it's so interesting knowing that. Uh, Luke and I, we just had a conversation with another podcastee, uh, Kamka from Switzerland. And, you know, she, she destroyed, you know what? It was, it was because of her comment, I've had probably the most successful week in maybe six years of my life. Like wow. I'm talking mentally, I'm talking growth. I'm talking about making connections in all facets of my life. And I don't know. It's because, you know, I started the gratitude practice that I've been holding myself accountable to like on Instagram and challenging other people to do things. Or was it that, you know, uh, the post that Luke had posted about uh, Luke, what was the post again? He said, I'm always thinking about what others might be thinking about me. Yeah, and so I, I created that, that I like limited. It. Yeah, I it created that limited belief, you know, and the limited belief stemmed from comments that had happened four years ago, living in this country, blah 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 blah. Who gives a damn? But I held on to that limited belief, and I know damn well it is completely wrong. But I held on to it because <laughs> it made me feel comfortable with being angry at myself and being angry at you know different people in different groups and stuff like that and then pointing fingers at well it was because america this and that all this just finger pointed and it was just a it was a circle of hell that i put myself into until <laughs> kamka she just she she said that and i was like whoa and it was i don't know it just came at me in a different way then luke re-emphasized it and i read it in the morning and i'm like and there it was over these last five days, honestly, life transforming. I feel at peace with myself. That's amazing. That's, and that's so I, I can't, I can't think, you, you know, when it comes to living in beliefs, man, I don't know, like with spiritual practice, mindfulness and stuff like that, which you also implement into the things that you do. Uh, are there like little tips and techniques that you can give people like in terms of overcoming those limiting beliefs? Absolutely. And here's like before I even tell them how to uh, tackle those, there's a couple of principles that I, that I teach that are just absolutely paramount to understand. First of all, we have to, our ultimate goal, if, if we really, I have an audio book. Um, if you go on my Instagram, uh, you, can, you can get it. It's free. It's called How to Bring Miracles into Your Life and Unlock the Ultimate State of Flow. And an ultimate state of flow is when you can just get things done with the absolute most minimal amount of effort. 
I'm talking about making money, getting in shape, killing it in your personal life, in business or at work. And the way you get into the state of flow is by vibrating on higher frequencies. Because that is when we are most magnetically charged. We're magnetically charged with positive energy. And then so we are able to attract more of it. We're, we're able to attract more positive events and people into our lives that will help us grow faster. And you still have to do the work. This is just the path of least resistance. And the way that we um, get on those higher frequencies and ultimately into the state of flow is through positive emotions. Now, limiting belief, something that, let's say, blaming the country for taking away the opportunity or blaming your parents for, I mean, I have some, I have some tough clients. Like I have some like child abuse cases, like people who just been abused their whole lives as kids. And now they're adults and they have to deal with this. And they, they just, you know, to them, it's not fair that they didn't do anything wrong to deserve this. That it's their parents' fault for giving them all of this just negativity that now they have to swallow throughout their life. And it's tough because that in itself is a huge negative emotion that they're carrying through all the time. And that is preventing them from being successful because they can never, they can never vibrate on the higher frequencies. And you have to realize one thing is that everything that happened was absolutely perfect mm. that there could not have been any other way absolutely no and there's nothing that you could have done there's that you couldn't have went back in time and and gave yourself a different set of parents you couldn't avoided that one incident every single thing that happened to you up to this point don't fight it it's done the question is what do you what do you do right now most of the reason why it happened was because it was giving you a chance to become stronger because you will need that strength for something else when you truly, truly be put into a test. And the reason why people can't let go of their past and they, they keep on pointing fingers at, at other people or events that happen um, is because they, they feel like they, they didn't deserve it, that it wasn't right, that it wasn't something that um, should have should have happened to them and they're fighting it and fighting it they're wasting so much energy mm -hmm. they're just being in disagreement with what happened and what it is and what it, what it's going to be they're wasting so much of their magnetic energy that they could be using to sit down and 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 crush it in whatever they're trying to do to just let go to feel the, the, the day you let go is when you're going to feel so light and so uninhibited physically, physically. But that is because you have dropped the weight of all that negativity that attached with that negative emotion that you just kept on spinning over and over inside of your head. And that's what I teach people is, is how to facilitate. It's, it's easy to say, oh, well, just be positive. You know, positivity is great. But in our life, that's really hard to do when, especially for, for, you know, this is why I was so excited to do this podcast because 
we're not, you know, your audience is people who are trying to do something different. And, you know, being entrepreneurs is absolutely just, it's hard. You have to deal with so many things. You have to deal with so many problems that, you know, somebody who just has a nine to five never even sees. And therefore, I mean, you have to build clientele. You have to make money. You have to sacrifice. You have to deal with things not going right. And all of that is stress. It's all of that creates, you know, so much struggle. And so I teach people how to deal with that struggle so that it doesn't, it doesn't get in the way um, of just, just crushing their, their positivity and how to stay afloat. And the biggest thing, the biggest advice, I mean, everybody's situation is different. It's, it's hard to just, you know, give like one, one principle that would stick to all. But one thing that I, uh, I can definitely tell that applies equally across the board to everybody. To, I mean, I talk with lawyers. I talk with people who um, have very successful startups. And if you decrease the amount of caring that you give to all the shit that goes wrong, then your day will significantly feel lighter. It's the thing is that we give too much of a fuck. It's like we take everything way too close to heart. We take it way too seriously. And when you do that, you see, our focus is so powerful. It, our focus is, it's, it's like, if you understand that part, it's you are unlocking a whole universe inside of you. Whenever you focus on something, you're feeding that event energy. You're giving it more of your attention. And so it gets bigger. If you think about a problem that happened for five minutes, it's a five minute problem. If you think about that problem for an hour or a day, it's a day long problem. That's a pretty big problem. This is perfectly measurable. And therefore, if we are conscious of where our focus is, then we can, we can just destroy it, man. Like we can just do whatever we want because then we, we don't have to focus on everything that, that makes us feel bad. In everyday life where you do have responsibilities, it's hard to do, but this is just like meditation. I mean, when, when I started meditating, it wasn't just like, bam, and then I see it. You know, it, it, took, me a couple, it, it took me a couple of months to even get into like a good good like three three four minutes that's amazing i think for our audience and for some people that might be a difficult or challenging mindset in itself to like and that perspective if that makes sense so are, you know do you have any tips how people can start that journey of developing that type of mindset where you know they're not sweating the small stuff um and actually i also wanted to ask why do you think that people do sweat the small stuff so much mm. <laughs> that's a good question why do they do it huh well the thing is is that whenever you have something negative happen we ultimately react to the stimulus so some shit goes down you react to it you you know get super stressed out you throw something you, you scream something out you send like nasty email um or you you tell your business partner it's over and then, and the reason why that happens is because 
of exactly that word is that we react. If whatever happens, that, and then in that moment, we, um, let's say your, your Instagram gets blocked, right? And you're like, wow, my Instagram got blocked. That's freaking horrible because all my business is on Instagram. My followers are there. That's why I'm making my money. That's why I'm making my business. Now I can't follow anybody. I can't like pictures. I can't comment. This is, this is terrible. And so, you know, your, your reaction, your immediate reaction is, is filled with negativity because now you're frustrated. Frustration is a, is a powerful negative emotion. You're lowering down your frequencies and therefore you are destroying your magnetism. Um, and so how to avoid that is through whenever something goes down, instead of immediately reacting to it, we have to create this, this pause, just pause, just yeah. stop and think, oh, okay, okay. All right, so this, this happened, it sucks, this is terrible. I'm fully aware, aware of that. Well, let, let, me just, let me just pause and think how I'm going to handle this. And in that, and in that moment, you're creating something so powerful that most of the people in this world have no, don't even have any idea about. You are creating headspace. And in that headspace, that is where you feel calm, and when you feel calm, you feel more balanced, more balanced and more powerful to resolve whatever problem that is and not just react to it with emotions. Because think about it, when you're hot-headed, then you don't really, you, you can't really think straight. And so you can't really give you 100% to a solution of a particular problem. But then when you respond instead of react to whatever it happens, um, that could be a negative event to, to deal with, that is when you are giving yourself a chance to just cool off. You're giving yourself a chance to cool off. And then you're approaching this whole problem in a more, in a higher capacity because you're not, your mind is not tainted by your emotions. So you can think more clearly. Yeah, man, I love that. I actually, um, I think it's probably last year, I did a similar YouTube video on how people um, should be maybe responding. So, you know, taking that moment just to, you know, kind of like gain, gain perspective on things when something goes wrong or, you know, doesn't go to plan. Um, instead of, you know, reacting to things um, to, to, you know, to respond and to, uh, you know, take that moment in that. So um, definitely echo that and i suppose because you know what happens you know jump in if i'm wrong here but i suppose it becomes a habit so you know if we're always um reacting to things then you know when we've always done that then it becomes a habit right yes yes repetition is the mother of all learning yeah yeah absolutely awesome um i assume i mean you did mention it that meditation is a huge part of of your life and and how you help people as well so um you know we, we have spoke about that on the podcast before but i'm just interested in your perspective on i think when people first hear about meditation they think it's you know there's like this maybe stigma attached to it or something and so i yeah i just kind of interested in your uh perspective on meditation and how it's helped you and you know the clients that you work with as well 
you know it's, it's so funny like this our whole conversation just fits perfectly like one subject just flows into the next like and i don't know like how you guys are doing this but you're asking absolutely <laughs> the most perfect question at the most perfect time like we just talked about you know how to respond to things and now <laughs> like loophole it into one another <laughs> no, you guys are like you guys are professionals like i don't absolutely <laughs> 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 that that is a wonderful compliment but yeah i know it's funny how we're just synchronized you know it's all about yeah so here's why i say this is because um i have approached because of the clientele that i work with i really can't come off like hey guys meditation is wonderful it makes you feel at peace and calm and realigning your chakras they're gonna look at me like dude what are you talking about like no yeah. i don't think so and so i had to really uh, approach it from a scientific standpoint and here is one uh, very important thing that happens during meditation is that the ultimate goal so there's different types um, one of them is when you really try to just clear your mind meaning that you try to have absolutely no thoughts and that is so hard to do because naturally we think you close your eyes and you start and thoughts on their own just start popping in. And so the practice of meditation revolves around the central skill of becoming aware. So let's say you, you, you sit down, you close your eyes, you see darkness. And this goes on for maybe like three seconds and then you experience a thought. And so here, here's, where, here's where the magic happens. Whenever you experience the thought, you have to become aware of it. That, hey, I just had a thought. And then you take that thought and you shift it to the side. Then another maybe three, four, five seconds go by. You have another thought. You become aware of that thought. Like, okay, my concentration is, is, is now interrupted by this thought. It's okay. You take that thought and you shift it to the side. And during the first time you meditate, you could do that maybe over 30 times. And that's completely fine. Until you get that, get that space of time where 10, 15, 20 seconds could go by and you just concentrate on the darkness behind your eyelids and you have no thoughts. And the reason why this practice of becoming aware of a thought and shifting it to the side is super important in real life is because that is exactly how we deal with our everyday life. Whenever we experience negative thoughts that then um, turn into negative emotions and fuck up our, our whole entire day, we then would be able to become aware that you're experiencing this thought that, let's say, that you know let's say if uh you're let me give like an example everybody can relate to so let's say you you make a post and then it doesn't get that many likes and you're like oh man they just must not like me so you become aware of that thought yeah. and being able to shift that to the side just how you did during meditation just took away all the negativity that would come with that thought that people don't like your content, don't like you, or don't like your message, or just don't resonate with it. And now you're feeling different. You're feeling better. You're feeling lighter. And so therefore, 
um, to me, meditation is um, about controlling your thoughts and controlling your mind. Because then in everyday life, that is so, so important. This is how you get, this is how you get rid of anxiety. This is how you get rid of fear. This is how you get rid of limiting beliefs. Yeah. Yeah. I, I suppose it comes back into what we spoke about before and about, you know, they're just stopping. So um, definitely, definitely agree. Where can people find you if they want to learn more about what you do, your coaching, you know, and they want to dive in, into meditation more? Um, I'm assuming Instagram is the best place. Yeah, Instagram is the best place. Um, Dan Ginsberg underscore um, is if you go on my Instagram, everything's there. My website and my uh, free audiobook um, and uh, everything else that I do. One last thing that I just want to leave leave your listeners with Absolutely. is um, honestly, guys, just sometimes we have to give less of a fuck about all the shit that happens <laughs> yeah <laughs> and that's like the real that's the real like stop giving a damn especially about other folks like because we <laughs> yes. value too many uh, we value people's opinions just too much in general so i can't i can't i couldn't agree yeah. more well guys thank you so much it's been amazing i really appreciate it no worries no worries so guys um if you want to learn more about what Dan does, then check out his Instagram link is in the description right now. Other than that, we will, we will be dropping a new episode next week. So we will speak to you then. Did you find this episode helpful? If you did, please leave a review and don't forget to subscribe. New episodes of the Motivational Mentors podcast are available every Friday.